Christ's command to his followers before his ascension to heaven was for them to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Our Lord did not intend for the good news of his death and resurrection to stay local, but instead it was to be taken globally. In this third section of Acts, the adventure continues as the gospel is taken to the ends of the earth. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. When I was a very young Christian starting out, I had in my mind that someday it was going to get easier. Surely it's going to get easier, right? Then, I think as a young man, I looked at our world and thought, well, if we can just work through this problem, if we can just sort through this season, it will get easier. But I'm discovering that instead of it getting easier, uh, the struggle oftentimes intensifies. And even in our world right now, evil men and seducers are waxing worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, exactly like the Bible says. If you're not careful, you can get almost disillusioned with the fact that there is this struggle, there is this this conflict. But friend, don't be disillusioned. The Lord predicted this. He told us this is exactly what it was going to be like. And it is time for God's people to be God's people in the midst of what's going on in this world. That's why the closing verses of Acts chapter 14 to me are so insightful. I want to read them to you. And I want you to listen to what Paul and Barnabas endured You know, yes, we're enjoying the journey, but we must endure some tribulations while we're enjoying the Lord on this journey. If you're not careful, you can start thinking that the Christian life is supposed to just be health and wealth and uh, this comfortable uh, Western prosperity we've grown accustomed to. No, no, friend. Listen to New Testament Christianity in action. Acts 14, beginning in verse 19, And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium, who persuaded the people, and having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing he had been dead. Now remember, a minute ago, they wanted to call him a god, and now they're stoning him and leaving him outside the city walls to die. Verse 20, Howbeit as the disciples stood round about him, he rose up and came into the city, and the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derbe. You don't think Paul had some hard things to deal with? And when they had preached the gospel to that city, and had taught many, they returned again to Lystra and to Iconium and Antioch, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. And here's the key phrase, that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. Yes, there's glory in the kingdom of God. Yes, there's joy in the kingdom of God. Yes, there's power in the kingdom of God. Yes, it's wonderful to be a part of the kingdom of God. But don't miss the vestibule leading into the kingdom. The Bible says we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. Here are the closing verses. And when they had ordained them elders in every church and had prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord on whom they believed. And after they had passed throughout Pisidia, they came to Pamphylia. And when they had preached the word in Perga, they went down into Italia and thence sailed to Antioch, from whence they had been recommended to the grace of God for the work which they fulfilled. And when they were come, and had gathered the church together, they rehearsed all that God had done with them, and how he had opened the door of faith unto the Gentiles. And there they abode long time with the disciples. And so we come 
to the end of this, this first journey where they're getting the gospel out and now they're coming back and reporting to those that sent them in the church at Antioch. And what kind of report is it? It's glorious. It's wonderful. But don't miss this. It was also accompanied by much tribulation, through much tribulation. So let's just take these few verses. Acts chapter 14, verses 19 to 28, and make some observations about uh, serving the Lord and continuing through much tribulation. First of all, in verse 19 and 20, I would remind you that through much tribulation, uh, we must be willing to stand in the midst of persecution. Paul is stoned. What does he do? He stands back up. He's knocked down. He stands back up. Uh, friend, there are going to be times you get the wind knocked out of you. Maybe you're there right now. Uh, maybe some person has spoken against you. Something has come against you. Take your stand for the Lord through much tribulation. And then through much tribulation, we must keep preaching the gospel. That's what they did in every city. They preached the gospel to that city. So don't change your message. Don't soften it. People need to know that God loves them, that they're sinners, and Christ died for sinners and rose from the dead, and that the Lord Jesus is the only way of salvation. So don't dilute the message. Through much tribulation, take your stand and preach the gospel. Then the Bible says that they taught many. They confirmed the souls of the disciples. They exhorted these believers to continue in the faith. So I would say this, through much tribulation, not only must we stand and preach, but we must encourage you know, everybody's having a hard time. Every Christian you know is in the battle today. And so instead of tearing down, let's build up. Instead of being uh, critics, let's be encouragers. We need more encouragers. Do you need encouragement? Then give some. Don't wait for it. Give it. And as you encourage others along the journey, the Lord will send you encouragement. Uh, build up a brother today. Speak a good word. If you've got to run somebody down, if you have to run somebody down today, run the devil down. He deserves it but lift up the Lord Jesus Christ and encourage God's people. And then, through much tribulation, not only must we stand in the midst of persecution and preach the gospel and encourage fellow believers, but I love this, we must pray. The Bible says in verse 23 that they prayed with fasting. Now, that's another level of prayer, isn't it? This is intense, fervent prayer. This is a diligent seeking of the Lord. We need to return to prayer. I don't believe we're going to continue like we ought to continue apart from prayer. The church only advances on its knees. And so I want to challenge you to pray. In their prayer, notice they commended the believers to the Lord. Uh, this is intercessory prayer. This is not just praying, Lord, help me. Lord, help them. This is a day to pray for those you love and pray for those who are struggling. I think it's very important here to see the connection. They used their words to encourage them, and then they got on their knees and the most important words were what they prayed for them. It's not just our words that will be a blessing to someone. The Holy Spirit can say to someone today what you cannot say. So commend them to the Lord. Pray over them. Uh, intercede. Enter into the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ at the right hand of the throne today. Through much tribulation, let's pray. And then, through much tribulation, let's testify. At the end of the passage, they come back, they gather the church together, which, by the way, is a reminder that there are local churches, visible churches, and they assemble, and we're to be with them. And what did they do? They rehearsed everything God did. They rehearsed all that God had done with them, how he'd opened the door of faith unto the Gentiles. There's fellowship here. 
Uh, but don't miss this. This is not just a happy meeting because they're together. It's happy because they're rehearsing what God did. In the midst of the tribulation, don't miss what God is doing. And in the midst of the tribulation, don't fail to give him glory. In the midst of the tribulation, that's the very time where we need to emphasize and accentuate the power of God and the goodness of God. Through much tribulation, stand. Through much tribulation, preach. Through much tribulation, encourage. Through much tribulation, pray. And through much tribulation, testify. Because we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. The last verse of Acts 14 says, And there they abode a long time with the disciples. You know what we need? We need time with God's people. We sure do. In the midst of a world that is fighting, we need one another. We need the Lord, and we need one another. Find you a group of disciples today. Encourage them. Let them encourage you that in the midst of the tribulation, we are more than conquerors. There is triumph in the tribulation. There is victory in the midst of this battle. God is at work in this world through much tribulation. Though no more scripture is being written, the story of the furtherance of the gospel is being written at this very moment, and we get to be part of that story. The heart of our Savior is as passionate for the lost today as it was just before he ascended in Acts 1. Will you get in on what God is doing in the world today to reach the lost with the gospel? This is why Enjoying the Journey exists to encourage and to equip you in the work of the gospel. Whether it is through the daily broadcast or the many resources on our website, Scott and all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team are passionate about people coming to know Christ as Savior. We pray that you truly will enjoy the journey, but we also pray that you will bring others with you on your journey of following Christ.